You're listening to a message from Victory. Join us as we dive into the book of Romans to understand more about the power of the gospel in our series, The Gospel Explained. Good afternoon, Victoria Antipolo. Welcome to our 2 p.m. Sunday worship service online. Ako po si Gab, isa sa mga campus missionary natin dito sa Victory Antipolo. We are still on our series, The Gospel Explained. Kailangan po natin i-explain pa ng mas mabuti kung ano ang gospel. Because if we don't really understand the gospel, then we are not really understanding our relationship with God. And that's how important this series is. And kaya nga ang topic natin for today, as we understand, as we explain the gospel is, Our topic is God's promise, ang pangako ng Panginoon sa atin. And speaking of promises, pangako, naalala niyo po ba yung mga pangakong binigay niyo po? Iba po sa inyo siguro, ala, naalala ko pala, binigay ko tong promise na to sa anak ko, promise na to sa asawa ko, promise sa kaibigan ko. We all make promises and I remember one of the promises uh, that I made because last month we just celebrated our wedding anniversary, our eighth wedding anniversary ng aking asawa. And one of the things that uh, we do every year is we get to watch our wedding video, yung same day edit. And yung isa sa mga highlight ko doon is yung vows. Because I gave uh, to her yung mga promises. Ganun kasi yung purpose ng vows. And also ganun din po yung purpose ng mga wedding videos. To be reminded ng mga pinangako natin sa mga ating asawa. Hindi lang po yun dapat highlight ng mga nangyari sa wedding natin dahil maganda yung mga uh, program but it's a remembrance of our promise before our wife before God and before our wife so going back to my promises minsan ewan ko lang po sa inyo sometimes I cringe because I remember watching the video I made that promise to my wife and para ay buti na lang buti na lang may relationship yung asawa ko kay God because I would You know, many times fail to, you know, fail to uh, do whatever I have promised to her. Of course, I try my best. I pray to God, na Lord, whatever yung uh, sinabi ko sa vows namin, whatever promise I gave to her, that I would still be able to do that. Kayo din po ba? Ano bang nararamdaman nyo pag meron po kayong nafe-fail na promise? Eh maybe sasabihin natin, eh kasi promises are half met. Ay, hindi pala. Promises are meant to be broken. Totoo po ba yun that promises are meant to be broken? You know what? Promises are really gonna be broken because those who give them are broken. We are broken people. Their one is perfect. That's why we would expect that we would make broken promises that we would not be able to fulfill them. But you know what? Our God is perfect. Our God is faithful. That's what we have talked about last week. And when we know that our God is perfect, He's faithful, we know that God would fulfill His promise, His promises in our life. And yun ang tanong ngayon, how can we experience God's promises in our lives? And we're gonna jump into our text, to our scriptures today. Let me read to us in Romans chapter 4, verses 13 to 25. It says here in verse 13, For the promise to Abraham and his offspring that he would be heir of the world did not come through the law, 
but through the righteousness of faith. But if it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath. But where there is no law, there is no transgression. That is why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offsprings, not only to the adherents of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls to existence the things that do not exist. In hope, he believed against hope that he, that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been told, so shall your offspring be. He did not weaken in his faith when he considered his own body, which is good as dead since he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. Let's read this together. No unbelief made him, made him waver concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that, the God, was a, that God was able to do what he had promised. That is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead, Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. Let us pray for our preaching. God, we declare that you are a God who fulfills his promise. Lord, that you are able to do everything that you have said that you're going to do. And not only that, we know that you are willing to do everything that you have said that you are going to do in our lives, in our family, in every area of our lives. Lord, we give you glory. I pray that you would anoint the preaching of this word. I pray that for everyone who's listening at their homes, wherever they're watching this preaching, God, I pray that you would also reveal yourself to them personally, that you are a God who would fulfill your promises to their in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Here in our text, we saw Paul talking about Abraham. And sinabi dito ni Paul that Abraham experienced the promise of God. Naranasan niya. And we already read that in Genesis. We have already um, heard the stories about Abraham. Naranasan niya ni Abraham yung pangako ng Panginoon para sa kanya. But how about us? How are we going to be able to experience the promises of God in our lives? In the same way that Paul looked in the life of Abraham, we're going to look at the life of Abraham so that we would know if he experienced that, we would be able to experience that also. So first thing that we need to understand for us to experience God's promises in our lives, God's promises is fulfilled by faith. That's the first thing that we need to understand as we look at the life of Abraham, as Paul has written. God's promise is fulfilled by faith. Balikan po natin yung nasa verse 13. Sabi dito, for the promise of Abraham, okay, that he would be the heir of the world, did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. The promises of God, dumating sa buhay ni Abraham, not through the law, pag-uusapan pa po natin yan, but through faith. 
because there were Jews, we need to understand the, uh, the background of the Book of Romans. Si Paul nagsulat sa Rome where there are Jews uh, na Christians, meron din na mga Gentile na Christians. Pag sinabing Jews, they are the ones who receive the Torah, they receive the laws of God. And of, before nila naitindihan yung ginawa ni Jesus for them, they knew that the only way that you can have a relationship with God and everything else is by following the law of the, uh, of Torah, the, the one they received from Moses. But it is not the real case for them talaga na maranasan yung promise ni God. Because iba yung purpose ng law. The purpose of the law is really, it brings wrath. Yun yung sinabi dun. Let's continue. It says here, For it is the adherence of the law, our heirs, then faith uh, is not and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath. Sabihin, ang, 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 ang dinadala ng law ang pag, sa buhay natin is yung wrath ni God. Because if you break the law, then the wrath of God comes to you. Pero para sa mga Jewish Christians in Rome, ang understanding nila, you need to obey this law so that you're gonna receive the promise of God. But Paul, using the case of Abraham, told them, no, it is by faith that Abraham received the promises of God for him. It is not by following the law. It is by putting his faith in God. And this faith is his relationship with God. Yung pananampalataya niya. And that's what made him experience the promises of God in his life. Ganun po kailangan makita natin that it's not the law. It's the faith of Abraham that brought him the promises of God. Kasi na-imagine ko lang po, no? Just imagine, pag, kasi alam niyo po ba yung mangyayari? Um, in the next three months, one of the most favorite things that Filipinos like, nagsisimula na po yung Christmas, yes, malapit na po ang September. So sa atin po, September start ng Christmas. And I could just uh, think of the uh, the gifts that I want to give sa mga anak ko po. Of course, yung mga simple lang. Pero imagine this, no? Na pag-isipan ko po yung regalong ibibigay ko sa kanila is nakadepende ano pa yung klaseng anak sila this year. Ay, ito kasi parang itong anak ko hindi na, na-meet yung kota ng pagiging, uh, pagiging mabuting anak, ay ito naman, ay, hindi niya naman nagawa yung mga gusto ko. Siguro ito lang yung gift na ibibigay ko sa kanya. Do you see that, uh, the implication of that, that their relationship with me is dependent on their performance? But it's not how we give gifts to our children, and we know that. Parents know that. It's not how we give gifts to our children. Yes, sometimes we reward them, But ultimately, it's a relationship with them. It's our father and child relationship, parent and child relationship. It's not what they do that we uh, bless them, that we bless them through that, the things that they do, but it's because of our relationship with them. Yun yung sinasabi dito ni Paul, that Abraham believed God, that God is his father in heaven, that it's not by uh, the, uh, the law, the obedience. In fact, the law was just given after Abraham. Because Abraham came before Moses. And ano pong implication sa atin nun? That we know that through our faith in God, we would experience His promises. That we don't put our confidence on the things that we do for God so that God would do things for us. We put our confidence in God alone. That God, you are able to do this. You are my God. I know I fail at times. Nakakalungkot lang isipin po yun. That in our situation right now, some of you are not doing great. And you cannot, you know what, you are 
losing track of yung mga dapat yung gawin and nakakalungkot na isipin dahil hindi nyo na nga magawa yung dapat yung gawin for God to pray, you know what, to read the Bible, even to listen to this service sometimes na miss out nyo po. And if you're gonna put your confidence in the things that you have to do for God, if for God to bless you, for Him to fulfill your promise, na kanino po yung glory no, nasa atin. Kasi imagine if we are the ones that would do this thing so that God would bless us, hindi magaling tayo. But faith glorifies God. And also, it allows us to put our confidence in God, not on the things that we do. And that's what Paul is saying. You can experience the promise of God, not because, you know, the ministry, the religious things you do, the good things that you do for God. All of this uh, are important. Ministry, volunteering, you can still volunteer even if we are all online. We can be religious towards our neighbors. We can serve them. We can bless the people. We can continue to read our Bibles and pray and even fast. But our confidence for God to bless us is just our faith in Him. Lord, it's my faith in you where I'm going to put my confidence. And that's what Paul is saying in Romans 4. And you know what? Not only that, as we continue on the verse, sabi dito, in verse 16, that is why it's, it depends on faith. In order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all His offspring. Ang ganda po ng sinasabi ni Paul dito, that the promise of God will be fulfilled by faith, not by works. And because it's only by faith, it's because of by our faith that uh, we experience the promise of God. This is for everyone. Sinasabi dito, para sa offspring ni Abraham, yung mga promises ni God. Hindi lang para sa kanya. And when we say offspring, it's not only the biological offspring of Abraham. Because Abraham did not just become a biological father, he became the father of faith. Yun yung sinasabi in verse 17, I have made you the father of many nations. In verse 17, hindi po to biological, but the father of faith. Because Abraham believed God, then he received the promises of God. It's him who is our father in faith, was modeled to us what we need to understand so that we can experience the promise of God. That's why he call him Father. Kasi po, alam, yung term po na Father, not only biological, it's what he started for us. And you know what yung Father kasi, kung si Abraham, Father of Faith, marami din po tayong mga tinatawag na Father. For example, mga Father of Modern Science, Father of um, um, Math. And you know what, I research, kasi since sa panahon natin, di ba, uso nga po yung, uh, I mean, hindi uso. Ito po yung pinagpapray natin na makita na natin yung vaccine for uh, the pandemic. And you know what? I researched, saan ba nagsimula yung vaccine? Uh, you know what? Si Edward Jenner, he is considered the father of um, vaccine or um, father of, okay, scientific terms. So, ang hirap kong sabihin. Pero he is the father of vaccine because back in 19... Uh, or no, 1798, he was able to develop the first vaccine. That's why he was called the father of vaccine. Ang ibig sabihin lang po ba nun, dalawala na si Edward Jenner, Edward Jenner, hindi na natin pwede maranasan yung vaccine. No, because he started it, the creation of vaccine, people started to create more vaccines. That's why ang dami na po natin yung vaccine. So that it would prevent... Uh, disease, and yung mga iba pong sakit, he started it. Now we're also benefiting it by also being able to create more vaccine. So if Edward Jenner 
was able to create the vaccine and called him the father of vaccine, Abraham. Because of his faith in God, received his promises. Also us, because we are his offspring by faith, not only Abraham can experience the promises of God, we can also experience the promises of God because we have we can put our faith in God. Kaya nga po sinasabi doon in the verse, the promises of God rest on grace. Nakadepende po sa grasya ng Panginoon. Sabihin, hindi po nakadepende sa atin. And some, maybe for some of you, you're thinking na baka hindi talaga ako uh, ang yung makaka-receive ng promise ni God. Baka para sa kanila lang yun. You know what? Experience that. Sometimes, uh, especially in this, in this season of our life, naisip natin, bakit kaya sila okay? Ako hindi. Bakit kaya ganito yung nararanasan ko? Maybe yung promise ni God of uh, yung goodness and mercy would follow me all the days of my life, baka hindi para sa akin yun. Baka yung promise ni God that He would satisfy us with good things, with abundance, He would crown our year. Baka hindi para sa akin yun. Baka sa iba lang yun. And here we see, it's not only for Abraham, but all the people that would put their faith in God. These are the people that can experience the promises of God. If we put our faith in Him, it's not only for those religious, baka dun sa mga active lang, maybe uh, hindi ka na naging active sa church. Kasi nagka-problema sa work, you need to uh, work two jobs. Na baka hindi na ako active sa ministry. Baka hindi na, hindi na para sa akin yung promise si God. No, it's by faith and the faith of anyone who believes in God that we can experience God's promises in our lives. It rests on God's grace. And that's the first thing that we need to understand. For us to experience the promises of God in our lives, it is by faith. Secondly, not only that the promises of God are fulfilled by faith, the promises of God are fulfilled by radical faith. By radical faith. Tuloy po natin yung binasa nating verse. Mala kanina sa verse 17 tayo. Going to verse 18, it says here, In hope, speaking of Abraham, he believed against hope. Rabbi, this is a powerful line. In hope, he believed against hope. That he should become the father of many nations. As he has been told, so shall your offspring be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. Dito makikita natin yung radical faith ni Abraham. Yes, faith is important, but it's not just faith, it's radical faith that really allows us to experience the promise of God. And you know what? No matter where you are in your walk with God, radical faith is possible. Ano po ba kasi yung itsura ng radical faith? We need to understand ano yung itsura ng radical faith ni Abraham that he plays on God. Ang itsura po nito is una, yung radical faith niya, it faces the facts. Hinarap ni Abraham yung facts ng life niya. Radical faith faces the facts. Sabi doon, di ba, going back to the verse, um, he knew his own body which was good as dead in verse 19. Alam ni Abraham. Alam niya na ito, ito yung katawan ko. Good as dead. I know I'm old. He did not deny it. And at the same time, not only that he acknowledged his body, he acknowledged the barrenness of Sarah's womb. Yet still, in spite of that, knowing these facts, he was still able to put his faith in God, his radical faith in God. Bakit ba ganun? Para, paano niya nagawa yun? 
considering the facts, he was still able to face and really put his faith in God. Kasi kailangan natin matitan, facts are not forever true. They are not forever true. Let me give you one fact. Hundreds of years ago, it was a fact. Uh, even in those who are doing a lot of studies, it was a fact that Earth was the middle of the solar system. It was a fact. Yun yung pinapaniwalaan na Earth ang nasa gitna and yung saan yung nagre-revolve sa Earth. But of course, right now, alam natin hindi. And alam natin it's the sun. Well, actually, it's not really the sun. I've tried to research a little bit. But the sun is uh, near the center of the solar system. So approximately, we can say that the sun is the center of the solar system. But it's not Earth. We used to believe that Earth, it was a fact that Earth was the center of the solar system. And bakit ganun? How, uh, how did people believe that? Because during that time, yung fact na yun, is only available to them because of the things that uh, allow them to examine things. Na limited lang sila on how they're gonna view the universe. So it was considered a fact. So they acknowledge it. But because they were able to have, tayo ngayon, mas marami tayong technology, uh, people were uh, able to discover, hindi nga pala Earth. And how does it relate to us? Acknowledging facts is acknowledging na, Lord, ito lang yung alam ko. But we can still put our faith in God because, not Lord, Though these things are real, I'm not going to deny it. Maybe for some of you, you are facing a very hard time right now. Maybe for some of you, serious na, you are closing your business because of the problem. Maybe some of you, uh, may threat of mawala kay sa job nyo or even makat into half yung salary nyo. You can face these facts, but you can still have radical faith in God because you know na, God, this is my limited view of things and I acknowledge it. But I am still able to put my faith in you who knows a lot of things. Who knows everything beyond what I know. That's why radical faith faces the facts because it faces, it acknowledges the Lord, limited lang naman talaga yung alam ko, but yet I can still put my faith in you. Kaya nga ang ganda na sinabi doon, di ba? Going back yung sinabi ko, in hope, he believed against hope. Even if it's hopeless, kasi yung we have hope, may meron tayong pag-asa kasi pag meron tayong a little bit of uh, additional knowledge. Di ba ganun yung hope natin? Yung additional knowledge natin na, ah, sige, baka ito mangyari pa to. Pero si Abraham, wala na siyang additional fact. Kasi nga yung body niya good as dead. But against hope, he hope. In other versions, ang sinabi na, against all hope. Against all facts. Against everything in his life, he was still able to put his faith, his radical faith in God. Because he knows that these things, that what I know right now is limited, but God knows everything. That's why he can still fulfill his promise as I put my faith in him. You know, maybe right now you are worried, you are scared, and it's okay to acknowledge these things. It's normal to be scared, to worry, uh, and even to really see what's happening in your situation right now. But at the same time, as you acknowledge these facts, acknowledge that God knows a lot more. God knows everything. And ganun yung nangyari nga kay Job. I just remembered. Uh, he did not understand why God allowed him to suffer those things. But God showed him, you know what? I know everything. I'm in control of the whole universe. And Job trusted God. 
Job, Job trusted that God is still able to do and fulfill His promises for his life. And not only that, continuing in verse 20, No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Grabe yung radical faith Abraham. That he was not wavering concerning the promise of God. Hindi siya nag, uh, nag-aalinlangan concerning yung sinabi ni God sa kanya. Instead, he grew his faith and gave glory to God. Because his radical faith is not only about facing the facts, but radical faith is about holding on to God's word. Sabi dito, he was fully convinced of what God has said to him. He was convinced that what God has promised, it would come to pass. Radical faith is not only facing the facts of our situation, but also holding on to God's word. May sinabi si God. It's important to know what God says in our situation. You know what, Abraham? He was convinced that his body is as good as dead. He was convinced that Sarah was barren. But he is more convinced that God can do what he said he's going to do in his life. And that's radical faith. Holding on to God's word. Lord, ito yung meron ako, pero ito yung sinabi mo. Ito yung pangahawakan ko. This is what I'm going to hold on to. Because what God says, He's going to do. And kanina lang, I remember we were playing Nikara. She's two years old right now, my youngest uh, daughter. And one of the play, yung mga, isa sa mga larong ginagawa namin is gusto niya akit siya sa mataas. And pag nandun na siya sa taas, Kinakaban siya. Of course, kakaban siya kahit baby, two years old. Nakita niya, alam niya na nakakatakot mahulog doon. Pero, in spite na kinakaban siya, uh, alam niya, pag nandun ako, at sinabi ko sa kanya, Kara, jump! I'm gonna catch you! Jump! I'm gonna catch you! In spite the fear of where she is, na mataas yung lugar na pinunta niya, inakit niya. Di ko ano ba niya inakit yun? In spite the uh, fact na baka pwede siyang mauntog, magkabukol pag naulog siya, saan siya kumakapit? Kumakapit siya sa sinabi ko na, Kara, jump because I'm going to catch you. Abraham, no, understood that. God, ito yung situation ko. Pero ito yung sinabi. Ito yung sinasabi mo sa sitwasyon ko. Ito yung sinabi mo sa salita mo. Ito yung sinabi mong gagawin mo. And I know God that you would never fail to do whatever you say in your word. And that is what it says in Joshua 21 verse 45. Not one word of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. Not one single promise failed. It's not only for Israel, but also for us. Every promise of God, it would not fail. Because for us to say, that His promise is going to fail is for us to say that God's going to fail. But we know that God's not going to fail. He is perfect. He is faithful. Whatever He promised, we might not understand what we're going through right now. This would, these challenges, these problems, this reality, these facts that we are facing could extend for the next few months, if not more than a year. But you know what? Hindi mag-fail pa rin ang pangako ng Panginoon para sa atin. Dahil God never fails. We, he is stronger than what we are facing right now. He is stronger than the facts that you are acknowledging right now. 
the things that are making you anxious right now. So as we wait, as we wait and claim and expect God's promise to come, what do I expect right now? It is our faith to grow stronger. Yun yung sinabi dito, that as he was waiting, as he was putting his faith in God, his faith in verse 20 grew strong and gave glory to God. The more we wait, the more we trust God, it's going to grow our faith and we're going to give glory to God. That's what's going to happen in our life. Lastly, its promise is fulfilled by radical faith in Christ. The promise of God would be fulfilled in our lives because of our radical faith in Christ. In the last part of chapter 4, it says there, That is why faith was counted to him as righteousness. But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him who raised from the dead, Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised up for our justification. Here we see not only that Abraham uh, was able to receive God's promise, we, uh, we here we see that his faith in God, because of that, righteousness was credited to him. And kailangan natin matidiyan yung righteousness, bakit na-declare siyang righteous because of his faith in God? Ano ba yung specific faith? Kasi tayo, we just declare na niniwala kay God, but it's not just general faith that he placed in God. It was a specific faith on God that allowed him to experience righteousness in his life, eventually seeing all of God's promises in his life. Because in Genesis 12, uh, we need to understand, di ba, pinangako ni God kay Abraham, you know what, I'm gonna uh, make you a great nation, and through your nation, all nations of the earth was, are gonna be blessed. So yun yung pinangako ni God in Genesis 12. And But in Genesis 15, uh, God again talked to Abraham, but Abraham told God, God, how can I be a great nation that would bless all the nations of the earth? Kung ako nga, I cannot have an offspring. And God said, not you're gonna have an offspring. Your, and through your offspring, all the nations of the world will be blessed. And yung offspring ba na sinasabi ni God dito kay Abraham is si Isaac? Let's see in Galatians 3 verse 16. Now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say, and to offsprings, meaning it's a biological thing, but referring to many, but it's referring to one, and to your offspring who is Christ, the offspring that God was telling uh, was telling Abraham to, uh, that is going to give him is Jesus because Jesus came in the lineage of Abraham, and Abraham believed that believed that that offspring is going to come in his life, and because of that, it was credited to him as righteousness. Abraham radically put his faith on a savior on this. An offspring that God is telling him. It's so radical that he has not yet seen Christ, but he understood that this offspring is what's going to make me receive the promises of God. This is what's going to make me. You know what? This is what's going to make me experience all of God what say, is saying towards my life. It's so radical. So for us, we can also experience that. For Abraham and all the people in the Old Testament, one of the things that we ask, how can they experience Christ? They were all looking forward to Jesus. All the great heroes, saints in the Old Testament, 
the reason you can check that in Hebrews 11, they were all looking forward to Jesus, to the Christ, to the Savior, and also us. As we look back 2,000 years ago to the one who has died for our transgression and who was raised for us, we can also receive the righteousness that, Jesus, that Abraham received, the righteousness that Jesus is giving us. And not only that, we become heirs just like Abraham. That he, was, uh, he became an heir of the promises of God because he placed his faith in Jesus, the one who was broken, who was crucified for our transgression. The same way with us. Pag nilagay natin yung pananampalataya natin sa Panginoon, sa ating Jesus na tagapagligtas, doon natin mararanasan yung righteousness that comes from God and all the blessings that come after that. It's our faith in Jesus that makes us have an assurance that we can receive the inheritance that God promises in us. Our radical faith in Christ is our assurance for righteousness and makes us heir of God's promises in our lives. Si Jesus po yung assurance natin na matatanggap natin lahat ng pinangako sa atin ng Panginoon. Because it says in 2 Corinthians 1.20 For all the promises of God find their yes in Him and is why it is through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory. In the same way that Abraham received it, we can also receive that as we put our faith in Jesus Christ. I hope you get the message. I hope you understand the gospel is the fulfilled promise of God for us in Jesus Christ. That's why we can receive all the promises that God has made for us. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we acknowledge that you are a God who fulfills your promise. And the greatest promise, Lord, that we can receive in our life is our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we know that we don't deserve anything good uh, from you because we were your enemies. All of us are sinners. But because of Jesus dying for us on that cross and our faith on Him, that He finished uh, the work of paying the penalty of our sin, alam namin that we are now righteous before you that we are heirs, co-heirs with Christ. And Father, we pray that as we go through all these challenges that we have right now, that we would hold on, not only to your promises, but we would hold on to Jesus, the amen, the assurance, the guarantee that we would experience mercy, grace, and everything that you have promised towards our life. Lord, salamat sa binigay mo sa amin in Jesus Christ, the glorious riches that we have in Christ. All this we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Also for some of you, I like to pray for you. Maybe your relationship with God is a general thing. Kanina sinasabi ko yung paniniwala sa Panginoon. It's a general faith. Paniniwala kay God. Pero again, unless you understand the gospel, unless you understand that Jesus died for you and it's only your faith in Jesus that's gonna make you really have a relationship with God, then you are still away from the goodness of God. And if you are that person, you want to surrender your life and give your faith to Jesus, the only uh, salvation, the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. If you want to surrender your life to Him, pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, 
I acknowledge that I am a sinner. And as a sinner, I have been separated with you. Nilayo ako ng aking mga kasalanan sa'yo. Pero ngayon, naniniwala ako na binigay ni Jesus ang kanyang buhay para sa kapatawaran ng aking kasalanan. I believe that Jesus is my Savior. I believe that you raised Him from the dead so that I can receive forgiveness and a relationship with you. I declare that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Help me to follow Him all the days of my life. All this I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message. For more podcasts and updates, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app. You may also give through our website and share your prayer requests and answered prayers with us there.